I would put it I'm on the bun. You can fit the pickles. You can put fit the pickles in the pickles. You can fit the pickles in there. You can fit the pickles in there. Come on. Pickle chicken sandwich. Take it away, John Friggin' Smith. Welcome to the rabbit hole. How did we end up on that rabbit hole? Where all you knew is wrong. <laughs> and rules are just suggestions. I like the pipe. Made up as we go along. Shut up, Corn. Fuck you. And who knows what you'll find here Maybe heaven or your worst fears Whatever it may be It's yours to keep forever Just in time, you've entered a rabbit hole Please, go down further Where there's philosophy hidden within stupidity My uh, nipples are sweating <laughs> What are they doing to that chicken? They're punching holes in it. You know, what? I want to teabag that. Hank Azaria. He can make weird noises. You're fucking weird. You guys are horrible. Bunion ring? Like, I, I wouldn't eat those. What the fuck? Hey. Even if it was Paul Bunyan themed, like, you know Anyone? what I mean? Like flannel onion rings or something like that. Like, yeah, I had a heart attack. Fuck you. It's a sunny, shiny day. Yeah. <laughs> Fat people need love, too. Hammers and axes. Thunder and lightning. Togas and tiaras. You were just in time. And we are the J&T Baggers. Coming out of our hermit shell once again. I swear to God we're not going to become the Marvel J&T Baggers. But seeing as how our last episode was a Marvel record, a Marvel late review. You clicked on the title, you know what's going down. DJ Van Nielsen here, joined again, Norman Blunt, for another Anchorius this review of Thor. Some movies suck, and some are great, but our reviews are always late. Late reviews with the boys from Just In Time. But before we get into it, we want to show our love and thunder. For Mr. John Frickin' Smith. I'm glad you didn't laugh at that, because I was trying not to, too. You could be love, I'll be thunder. Yeah. It, it's not going to not sound sexual. But you know, it, you know, it does still sound pretty sexual, though. That song, Yours to Keep. Off the album, Songs of the Great Collapse. Which can be found at johnfrickinsmith.com. No, we did not rehearse that at all. Just float off like it. But yeah, we are <laughs> we're here again for the late review, for another late review, during which we get stoned as balls and try to remember what movie we watched. And this time, we went for a special one. Well, we went to the fucking theater, which isn't something we do very often. And not only did we have little Red Corn, who you you probably can tell by now is not here. He's indisposed. He shows up for the movies, not for the late reviewees. It's a little sad. <laughs> Gives me the ooeys. Yeah. So before we get into the movie stuff, there are going to be spoilers ahead. I don't feel like hiding spoilers and talking around it and being all vague. I want to get into some of the nitty gritty stuff that happened. And by nitty gritty, I mean like black and white. You know. <laughs> but spoiler. Before we even get into the movie, we were we weren't all we were also accompanied by someone we've been trying to get on the show for what like six years. Yeah, about literally almost yeah, something like that. Like five years at least. Uh, yeah, at least five years. Yeah, Tony Tone. I don't know what 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 stage name rabbit hole name he would actually want to be called, but yeah. So for, first off, the Corn does one thing right. It's it's one of his biggest contributions to the JNT Baggers group. He pre-orders tickets like a motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, no one's better. Like a he did it uncle. twice during Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's how good he is. And it, it it's awesome because he's the one he's the one with the regal card. That's why it falls on him. Otherwise, we probably would, but let's be real. I don't think either of us actually wants to create a Regal account when Corn's already got one that's gathering points like a Oh, I got one. Well, fuck you. 
Oh yeah, I definitely have one. I have one. I've had one well, for a long time. You might have to pre-order tickets. Then. Do you actually have access to it? Yeah. Like, could you sign in on the, on the app right now? I would have to switch my password. <laughs> I don't remember. I mean, who remembers your password when you forget? Like, it. Here's the thing: we've used Corns all the time, dude. Corn like, had to. Corn had to recover his password or like change it and shit too. I'm pretty sure to get into his account. But okay, Corns is it's more for continuity, corn continuity, if you will. Dude, I've had one since Ocean's like. Have you 13th. seen his account? He's got all most of the movies on his fucking thing are just me and him going like a couple of weirdos. There's a lot of surveillance footage of me and Corn walking in doing everything but holding hands. But anyway, we're talking about this theater experience. Because this theater experience did not feature Corn with his usual parking lot fireball shots. No, this featured a four (laughs) o'clock drunk Corn. The movie started at nine, by the way. Or that was that was the time we had the tickets were ordered for was for the nine o'clock showing. So Corn was already five hours into being wasted. I'm gonna try to hit this with a quick time lapse at least until we get to you all right all right so we have 4 30 corn hits me up 4 40 to like 4 45 to 4 like 5 corn gets to my house corn consistently drinks this whole situation comes down to tony's house six o'clock six o'clock to like 6 37 no seven tony's house burger king Burger King, maybe 20 minutes. Corn's drinking in the back under a seat cushion that he has in the back of his car that he claims for his dog on top of light fixtures that he should be putting in his house. Kitchen light fixture. Yeah, not not just like the outside like little lamp fixture of the whole shebang. Gets Burger King, shoots over here, hits here, what, 8, something like that. It was about 730 so there you go corn tried to rush us at five he's like come on guys we gotta we gotta go we're like what are you talking about we gotta go the movie's gonna start soon like bro movie starts at nine like we don't gotta go anywhere right this very second so yeah get to your house we eat and that's where like he he seemed to calm down for a second yeah he just sat and ate I think it's just because he didn't want to make too big a fool out of himself at my house for some reason. I, you know what? That's where it was a smart move to uh have to just all of us sit in the living room where there's glass tables. So corn knows like at least a small part of his brain is like, all right, don't fuck around in here and break shit. It does. It doesn't matter anymore. He's gotten to that drunk. He, sometimes. he was at least he was careful this time. Yeah, this I'll time he, that. he was great this time. Because that couch is a little high for him, so he could have easily started swinging his feet and kicked that table. He didn't. And that table is like perfect size for couch feasting. Almost perfect size. Oh, and Corn's car was threatening to overheat this entire time. Yeah. Well, I, well I, yeah, I wasn't experiencing that part. I was just more, I hear the ding dong, I eat some Burger King, we smoke a little. We take off. I sit in the least comfortable position I've ever sat in in a vehicle. On top of light fixtures. <laughs> and I mean, I've been sandwiched between car seats. Corn was in his floorboard behind me. Yeah. He, he, yeah, it was the whole, the whole thing was awkward. It was awkward. The drive to the movies and the drive back. We did have a little bit of extra pre-gaming in the parking lot, though. Smoked a little weed. After everyone forgot a piece. And after corn spilled beer all over himself. Oh, yeah. Smelled like alcohol. So we were kind of all freaking out, paranoid. Like, all right, he might not even be allowed in the building. And fuck him, I would have taken his phone. If that manager guy had been in there, he probably wouldn't have been allowed in there. But that other dude just did not give a fuck. I don't know. Dude, when we went to go take a piss before the movie started, the stall I walked into had a beer in the toilet, a beer on the fucking... TP rack. <laughs> That's hilarious, actually. But... Obviously, they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and that was actually one of the rare things. Usually, when we go for Marvel movies on Friday nights, uh, even at nine, it's usually pretty packed. And the parking lot was definitely given the uh, the 
impression that it was fucking packed. I didn't I didn't get that. Was that because also Jurassic Park? Showings. Earlier showings too. Oh yeah. Other too. theaters, other rooms were probably showing it too. That shit was super packed. Yeah, it, the parking lot was packed as shit. But we get to the door, and usually the door is so packed that we just skip past the concession line, especially when uh, when the tickets are pre-ordered because we just scan them at the door with whoever's standing there, and we don't have to stop in the line for anything. But uh, well, we decided to go. We went to go pee, and Corn decided to jump in line because he wanted to get popcorns and beverages which okay that's the only downside when corn goes to get snacks like that because there's no like what do you want it's just like what do, what can corn remember dude four there's four of us so i need four sodas and four popcorns like you you could have got two popcorns we would have been fine no, I, you know, that I didn't finish ad, my popcorn. I did that, that fucking trailer <laughs> that came on. That's why I looked at my popcorn. That one that came on, that was like, you're already halfway through your bag at the concession stand. And the previews haven't even been. <laughs> yeah. And it, that's why I, lo- I looked in my bag. Like, oh shit. He's right. Okay. Good. I was like taking it slow. Cause I felt like I was going to shovel it down too fast. Okay. The one thing I'll say about the movie, first off, is it was a little shorter. It felt shorter than most Marvel movies that have been coming out lately. And I think that was part of the problem. I was expecting like another 20 minutes for some reason. Not like I would have finished that popcorn in that 20 minutes, but. Never know. The the whole point, (laughs) the only reason I even brought that up was because we went, peed, washed our hands real quick. And by the time we came out, like corn had already ordered sodas and popcorns and shit. And we were just waiting, like waiting for it to be done. Which that I mean, honestly, that was cool. They they need to work on their communication with that situation though. Oh, Corn ordered four Pepsi's, so the guy I'm pretty sure filled up four Pepsi's, or at least two of them, because they had to change the syrup. But then by the time it was fixed, the chick was doing it, and so well, I guess that worked out because Tony didn't want a Pepsi. Yeah, but he would have drank a fucking Pepsi, but <laughs> <laughs> he seemed like he really didn't want a Pepsi though, like. <laughs> Maybe he just didn't want corn ordering a Pepsi for him like that. Like, no, no, I am no, not your bitch, dude. It's it's a weird situation <laughs> because Tony isn't used to corn in the way that I am. Where it's like, fuck it, if you're taking me to the movies, you want to wine and dine me, dude. I'm cool with that. Like, yeah, and I don't mean that in like a any sort of way. I pay him back. No, it's that. like we're called the J and T baggers. You want a proper J and T bag, and you'll get it if you wine and dine us. Like, dude, so it's like a fuck. So, yeah, dude, it's a situation of like, I don't think he was ready for that in general. Because he was like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to get my own shit. And he's like, no, I, he already has it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, like, no, he's like, yeah, get, get you a root beer if that's what. Yeah, get you a root she, beer. But... She did the root beer and one of the, like, a Pepsi. And we were like, all right, good. Thank you. Because the popcorn had already come up. But she was like, wait, are you guys missing drinks? Like, she was about to fill up two more. If, that cup wasn't so big and awkward. I would have just put it right behind my back and taken <laughs> taking the extra Pepsis. Like fuck it, I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that it's too awkward to try to hide a big ass cup. But after after that, we found seats quickly. We found the most the table dickish seat. seats because I think all of us looked towards the middle, and there was like the few people that yeah. decided to actually show up a little earlier. Yeah, it so, looked weird in the middle. Usually, we go more for the middle, but. Went to the back. Felt like a teenager, I won't lie. <laughs> and then who sits in front of us? Goddamn teenagers. The same fucking... If I talked about these sons of bitches on we Doctor did. Strange, the same them. motherfuckers, but the respectful half. Yeah, that was nice. They so, were quiet. I didn't hear a fucking peep out nope, of any of them. No nope props to those teens. They got rid of the bad people that really like ruined. They probably thought of that. Like, no, nah, fuck them. They ruined Doctor Strange for me, dude. Like, yeah, I had to watch it on up. Disney. They wouldn't appreciate the nerd fest. We need people that are quiet and re- that guy that sat uncomfortably close to corn by himself. Oh, no, okay. So this is my favorite. He didn't say guy. nothing though, did he? No, we're gonna get, dude. We gotta linger this guy through because okay. he. Well, well, describe him because I didn't really care. I saw him sit down, but I didn't pay attention to him after he sat down the first time. I literally loved this guy. We're sitting in an eight row spot. 
or not even, I think it's seven. Because there was only one in between him. No, it's eight. Because there was one in between, there was two between him and then one on the end. And it was just him. White dude, ball cap, like just a normal white dude. Marvel fan, obviously. He saw it by himself. That should tell that's you enough. Commitment. Yeah, like that's what was great. Didn't say shit to corn. Not once. Not in one of those like I'm lonely. I need to talk to someone about this or anything. Like nothing. But commented throughout the movie. What like how we usually do? Just whisper talking shit. He was talking to himself, talking shit. That's weird. He clapped at parts that he loved. That's what you do though in the theater now. Clap at the shit you like. This guy eventually throughout the movie, dude. Somewhere in the movie, he came back and he sat one closer to corn. That's the part that I was like, "What the? F- what the fuck he just happened?" Love. No, he what he felt what he realized was like, okay, these guys are probably most of them past mid twenties, and he was they're here watching friends. a Thor movie without any children. This is bro night. Yeah, this is nerd night, nerdy bro night. That yeah. The nerdy dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I would have like I I would have given in damn near anything to see him at the ending of that. Like Corn was up next to Corn. Corn was lucky. He sat next to you and not me. Usually when I sit by Corn, I'm elbowing him throughout Marvel movies. Oh, you could elbow the shit out of me. I wouldn't have cared. I didn't want to elbow you. I'm not elbowing Tony. You could have elbowed him weird. too. Like no, that Corn has probably gotten bruises from me elbowing him. I'm not trying to. I haven't left a mark on you since you were like, what, 17? Under the age? <laughs> since I was not of legal age? It wasn't a bruise, though. It was just a red handprint. I remember that. It welted. It looked it looked like a like a like a superhero symbol. What slap man? Yeah. But dude, Loyal that friend of Blink Man. We we really should have hooked that guy up with merch. Yeah, if you, yeah, if I'd have known you were even thinking that, I would have been like, "Fucking dude, right? Yeah, I always have a business card on the wall." Hell, <laughs> just to prove it, you can see the barcode. Because no, me and Tony were talking about this last week about a buddy of ours, Jordan. Fucking corn knows him. I don't know if you ever met him, but he's just like a like a. He's a white dude from back east, so he's kind of countryish, but not because he grew up in California too. One of those types. I don't think I met him, but but dude, he we were saying how weird it is to go to a movie theater by yourself. Like that's awkward. Corn's one of those guys. Corn can go yeah. see a movie by himself. I can't do that. To me, a movie is like a social thing. I think Corn stopped doing that though, because when we started podcasting, because that was when he started asking us more and more, like, "You guys want to go see this?" Let's be real. Batman versus Superman. Corn. I'm pretty sure Corn was like, you guys want to go see that? You want to go see fucking, uh, what was it, uh, Civil War? And we were like, nah, man. Come on for the podcast. If we'd have listened then, we probably could have kept him from going to it down a weird... No, he was going to go down a spiral no matter what. But... <laughs> okay, we have not talked about the movie at all. <laughs> like 20 it, minutes. It was yet. just a weird, funny experience. It, yeah, like, it, what it, the it fuck? Like, how do you do it by yourself? The theater experience is part of it when we do go to the theater, because... This is Hammett, and there's always a chance of running into some fucking weirdo. Although I get the feeling that they're going to do Kevin Smith dirty when it comes to clerks, and we're going to have to go to goddamn Reno Valley. I think the only situation that I've had in any of like our movie experiences that was kind of annoying was those kids. Outside of that, I've oh, never... No, it's been fun like every time. It should. Justice League wasn't a great movie, but we still had a good time because yeah. we smoked blunts in the parking lot, and... As it turns out, movie. I hate to sound like one of those typical stoners, but yeah, movies are a little bit funner when you're baked. Like that's why some of our hate. Re- it takes a lot for us to do a hate review. We have to actually hate many, many things about a movie because we're gonna find a positive about just about any movie, even movies we hate. Let's be real. You can at least name one good positive thing about every movie you hate. I can't name one goddamn good thing about Child of God. It, it, it was good. Act, it was well acted. 
yes, it was a horrible, like horrible story. It was a little more graphic than most people would have wanted. But the reason you hated it was because you did believe it was believable acting. Okay, I guess. See, yeah. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Like that's right. That's I don't like it, but it's right. Like that's like science. <laughs> you don't have to agree. There but is there is there real. are positive. You know what I mean? Even Rise of Skywalker. You know they they at least attempted re respect Luke after disrespecting him in Last Jedi. I can't think of a movie that I truly like. Utterly hate every single aspect of it. Well, that's another thing too. Is we're we like I said, we we can you can still. Oh no! What was that dumb fucking movie with the thing in the back of the head? The thing in the back of the head. Uh, it just came out oh, not too long we, ago. Oh yeah, we, we didn't watched do a it. review for it, but uh, um, path- no, not pathogen. Fucking um, malignant. Malignant. That the movie was dumb. Okay, you know what's happening though too. You know what the general consensus is on that movie. Realistically, it's a horror comedy. It was dumb as shit. Like, I don't <laughs> no, think it was meant for It was not marketed that. as any kind of a fucking comedy. Not it got funny all. when you, as you watched it, not because they were actually making cool meta jokes, but because, okay, that's a whole different movie. You know what? Uh, can we just can we just agree to do that? Do a late review for Malignant? Later? Eventually, yeah. Cause that, uh, yeah, because that one we can go in on. <laughs> but, Movies bring people together. Yeah, and Marvel movies lately have been the ones that have brought Rook to the theater. So every time now we're just like, "Yo, let's do it." And now Tony's saying he's down for like any movie. So you have like that means like you got to go to like all of them now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, but that's fun. That's like somewhat what we planned on when we first yeah, started. Yeah, it's, it's nothing bad. Like that it's was just like okay. Yeah, that was something we always used to fucking joke about. Was like going. We've only done it once, where we came right from the theater and recorded afterwards. The one we have to uh, last one of the interjectures of before <laughs> we bring back the thunder. But I, I want to see uh, fucking Amsterdam. Amsterdam. November fourth is when it comes out. I'm down. I don't know what it is, but I'm down. Amsterdam, that uh, movie right before the movie started. Um, with Christian Bale. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Michael B. Jordan and I forget the girl. Oh, Margot Robbie. Yeah, that's the real Christian Bale movie. I think people are gonna want to see this year, or th- that should be soon. But anyway, we yeah. Now that it's been a well over twenty minutes, we can finally talk a little bit about the Love and Thunder. We already did a spoiler warning. <sighs> the beginning was beginning, and it began. It was fun. <laughs> it, well, I mean, it was fun though. Like it, there was, it was fine. You know, there's a, you get a nice montage of pretty much everything you saw in the trailer, which I think I kind of like that because they didn't give away every single thing. Although they did give away a lot. Like, I don't know, not everything, but a lot. It, it uh, uh, apparently a lot of scenes were cut from this particular movie. So half the internet's talking about release the YTD cut. I almost said clut. <laughs> but it, it it was cool to actually see like I guess uh Guardians coming back. Fucking Thor just that Yeah, it it, it, it it's hard been... to explain the beginning like outside of like the very beginning is just the origin of fucking god butcher but outside of that it's like dude they went they tried to like let's do ragnarok all in a five minute span yeah i mean it has been three years since endgame so it's actually been a while since we've seen any of these characters so it was kind of nice to see them. it was it was really nice to see thor back like as cool as it was to see him with the short hair it's kind of cool to see him back with the long Long blonde locks and shit. It just works. Dude, when they summoned him, though. Yeah. And this being another Taika Waititi movie, which, uh, I mean, I trust the guy with damn near anything Thor-related right now because Ragnarok was amazing. This one, I think, uh, went a little... I don't know. 
I pretty much, I think when I when me and Corn had done like the Ragnarok late review, I even said like it leaned a little too hard on comedy. But that it's only aged better with me for some reason, Ragnarok. Maybe this one will too. Like I, upon you know what I mean, second, third watches. I think it definitely will, but not to the point of Ragnarok. No, Ragnarok was but that's because it was out of nowhere too. Like like if it's like a straight to the gun of like Ragnarok outs over or anything, it's like they're trying to capture what Ragnarok did. Yeah. Because it has aged, honestly, it's aged beautifully. Like when yeah. you think about it, it's like, okay, no, it. you can watch it every once in a while and wind up laughing again. Yeah. It's a fun movie. It's a really fun movie to watch. I think they'll be able to with this one for sure, though, too. They do have yeah. their own funny sections that you know are implemented for that reason, but definitely funny. Yeah. Oh, the first little battle with the fucking spread eagle. Yeah, the fucking splits. The uh, Van Damme splits. Like that. Seen that shit, right? John claude Van Damme doing the splits with like two R two like semi trucks or RVs or some shit like that. And he's like a thousand years old. Like he, he's yeah. <laughs> The op- yeah, the opening fight scene and the the montage and all that shit. Even the uh the gore backstory thing origin rushed a little bit. I I'm sorry. I like to see more of Christian Bale when he's in a movie. Like I do too, and I feel like they should have had more. But at the same time, no, no. If he's the villain, I definitely need to see more of Christian Bale. I think if you see more of Christian Bale at that point. You need to see him kill more than just one god. That's, like, yeah. I mean, on it, like, dude, it's okay. Thanos killed a god technically when he killed Loki. Like, that doesn't make him automatically the biggest badass ever. They killed Thanos. Yeah, and Thanos whooping the Hulk's ass was impressive. It was just cool. But, but the thing, a montage at least of him killing gods. Like, you can't just go from all gods will die and. Just, just only show us little pictures of other god deaths. No, I want to see him murking, or at least Thor going to the crime scenes and just like showing the aftermath of multiple gods dying. Like, holy shit! Not just the big ass one. Yeah, I was hoping he was going to say the line from the comics about torturing the god of torture or torturing a god of torture and making him give up his own family. That was just that's just a badass thing to even read. Well, <laughs> that scares me a little. It makes me <laughs> makes me pee myself a little bit. Because I mean, on it, the <laughs> what I didn't like about fucking Gore's situation was it, ah, sorry, leg itched. Is dude, uh, did it seem like they just kind of played off of okay, he he sat in Santos, the other died, and that but boom. Yeah. Now he's he's a god butcher. I get that he killed fucking one god and whatnot, and I understand the like the story to it, but still, that's a very small rush section. Where if you're gonna rush it, cool. No, what they really should have done, even with that part, yeah, like they should have uh, shown him like losing his wife and other child, even. You know what I mean? To, just to really, or at least like wife and like parents or something like that. And the only one he's got left is his fucking baby girl. And then she dies. And then. Now, okay. One thing I I somewhat laughed. When the, when the daughter died. Here's why. They don't have subtitles in movie theaters. When she her last words. Do you remember her last words? No. She said, I'm tired. She kind of whispered it. I'm tired. But I only found that out afterwards. I thought she said. I'm dying. And then just died. So, yeah, you see why I laughed a little. Like, <laughs> did she really just say I'm dying and then just die? Like, <laughs> they left that in the movie? Like, yeah. that was a kid's mistake and they're okay with this? <laughs> I'm tired makes a lot more sense. That's something a kid would say as they're dying. Which I hate saying that like I know it. I don't actually know that. I've never watched. Yeah. Thankfully, haven't been there for a kid dying. Like, uh, so Thor. 
Thor. Love and thunder. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, then we like the movie tried to get some serious stuff in there. I, I do get that they tried to they opened with a kid dying. Not long after you get the funny section of Thor, you know, fighting and you know kicking, destroying temples and getting the screaming goats and whatnot. You see Jane Foster with the cancer. But they kind of skimmed through it, and she was just taking it so well that it didn't seem like... It wasn't like in the comics where they showed her, like, with the... You know what I mean? With the scarf on her head, because yeah. she had already, you know... She didn't look as close to death as they, they it, had her looking in the comics. It's kind of a fucked up situation, because if you think about it, they used Thor as the ploy of let's be funny with his character, and when it comes to anything around him... We use Jane as his emotion of like sadness to clear up, so it's not just comedy. And then, of course, anytime the God Butcher was there, serious. Yeah, she tried to be funny a couple times, trying to do the catchphrases and such. Let's bring the rainbow. <laughs> what do you think her catchphrase was at the end? Oh fuck! What was it that she whispered into his ear? They didn't make it audible. They did kind of like a, what was that, lost in translation or something like that? I'm Thor? I don't know. Who knows? Oh, I thought you had the answer. I don't. You just reeled me in with like an almost. No, I, no, I, that was actually like one of those weird ones that they just decided like, no, you don't need to hear her. Like a, like Captain America was his fucking, no, I don't think I will tell you about her. But they at least showed us, showed him dancing with Pagan. Oh, we missed a post-credit scene too. We left too early. Oh yeah, I know. I looked it up online. <laughs> We're going to Valhalla, Heimdall. Yeah, which is cool because apparently in the comics she becomes a fucking Valkyrie. That's gonna be down. That would be down if they do it. They pretty much Natalie Portman has a perfect in or out right into it, right there with that one. And apparently she did get buff for the thing that. Initially makes her not die from cancer. Lifting up Mjolnir's hammer. Mjolnir's hammer? Lifting up the hammer. Mjolnir. Why aren't you correcting me when I say stupid shit like that? I just said that the hammer belonged to the hammer. (laughs) Oh, dude, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to interject yet, all right? I'm letting you do your thing. You know what I was thinking though when she was walking around the the little fucking the little pillar with the you know with the with the, the hammer and the bubble. I was thinking oh, that, that board game where the dice are under oh, the bubble. Fucking, is that, was that uh, sorry or was no that fucking uh, uh, trouble? Yeah, that's what Sorry's I kept thinking of, pig. especially as the little pieces started moving and she <laughs> she, she just pushes it down on the top. Dude. I love Apparently that, that was part. cut from the movie though too. Her power up for the first time when she, you know, what I mean, Milner actually assembling for the first time. That would actually been a good sight to see. Oh, an awesome as fuck. Like it didn't have to be that weird reveal of like, like come on, you showed it in the damn. Okay, here's one of my problems. If you're gonna show it in the trailer, don't treat it like a giant reveal in the movie. Right? Is, is that is that too weird of a request? No. Because it's borderline giving it away. Like, if you're already going to... All the trailers from the very first teaser showed Jane Foster and Thor. The mighty Thor. So why why act like you need a big reveal? Show her power end up with it. Fuck Thor's point of view. Let her be the main character for five minutes more. Because that scene was short as shit. She's just walking around Mjolnir pieces. Little lightning starts in inside the bubble, and all of a sudden, it just cuts away from it. Back to Thor. I'm just saying, I would have loved to have seen that scene. Let's be real; the very best scene, as far as the comedy of that movie, was the 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 stage play. Oh my God. Remember we were talking about the the Hemsworth brothers and shit? That was Luke Hemsworth playing Thor in that stage play. Nice. It's even weirder because uh, remember when she was talking about Interstellar and shit? 
uh, Jane Foster when she was poking the hole in the paper? Yeah. Remember what other movie she mentioned in that? Fucking um, Event Horizon. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Nope. I recommend it. Not with the, maybe not with the kiddo, but there's no nudity or nothing like that. It's just a little gory. But uh, Sam Neill's in it. Sam Neill played fucking Odin in the stage play. Nice. Yeah. And of course, Matt Damon, for the third time playing Loki in a movie. <laughs> if you're trying to figure out which other Thor, it wasn't another. No, it was Dogma. And I love that. I love that. They... In that uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot, there's a part where he's just like sitting in a church and just like, hi, I'm Matt Damon. I played Loki before it was cool. Which is, yeah, uh, that's cool that he's just so game for like meta humor in a Kevin Smith movie. I love that. (laughs) Dude, I thought one of the funniest parts in that movie was Korg's gay love mate. How did how does a rock get a mustache? I I can accept that rocks are all men and they all just like procreate through lava and that's how it happens. I I'm cool with that and they and that they love each other. That that how does the rock get a mustache? That's where I draw the goddamn line. How does a rock grow a mustache? I mean they they have eyes and shit too. So I get, but their eyes look like rocks. His mustache doesn't look like rocks. It looks like a straight like Freddie Mercury like, fucking beautiful mustache. Yeah. His handlebar is gay. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. Like, I don't it's know one of those, like, but... well, I wonder who <laughs> Thor's going to hold hands over a molten rock lava pit. With. But uh, it's nice to see Natalie Portman back in a Marvel movie. She wasn't technically in Endgame. They used footage from the Dark World, like unused footage from Thor the Dark World, to pull the shit out of her. And of course, a stand in or whatever for any extras. But she still made money for it because they were using her likeness and shit. How awesome is that to just be in on a fucking billion dollar movie and shit? I think that was a two billion dollar movie. Not do anything at all. Yeah. For work you already did before and shit. That's awesome. That, that, that's cool. You're going to pay me for these scenes again. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, but seeing her back, apparently the special effects were only used to make her taller. The guns were all hers. Nice. Like they had to hide it a bit when she when they were doing like the cancer scenes and shit. Which Natalie Portman is just a good enough actor that I would have believed it if you said she came in skinny and then came in buff like five days later. Each time. Yeah. <laughs> just like, all right, who do I need to be? Just let me know five days in advance. Why is it five days? I can't tell you my secrets. Just I can know. show you. I can go between. I just need five days notice. Are you fucking Thor? Something like that. All right, Nat. We need you to be Thor Friday. All right, I'll be there. She comes in. All right, we need you to be Jane. She just starts beating the shit out of us. Like, no, Not you today. got Thor today, motherfucker. You wanted Thor? You got Thor. You want the hammer? I'll give you the hammer. She did seem like she was having fun, though. She didn't seem like as uptight as the other movies where you could tell she didn't really want to be there that much because it's just some lame-ass nerd shit. At the time, let's be real, the first Thor movie, lame-ass nerd shit. Yeah. Who knows if that's even going to make money. Now, Thor the Dark World fucking contract. And I've, I've heard shit. She initially, that was initially supposed to be directed by Patty Jenkins and she was all excited to work with her. Patty Jenkins, of course, went on to do Wonder Woman. But she she was, yeah, she wanted to work with her. And then she left the project, but Nat couldn't. So it's nice to see her back. And apparently that eight days, eight years fucking thing that Thor says for how long it's been was exactly the amount of time between Thor the Dark World and Love and Thunder releases. <laughs> so that's cool, too. <laughs> But yeah, it, it, I, I like seeing her back as Thor. I like seeing fucking Valkyrie and I've liked Valkyrie. 
since Ragnarok. I like I I could have actually had more of her in Endgame even. She she honestly should have been involved with the Avengers and that she fought on. Well, she didn't fight Thanos. What the fuck was she doing? She wasn't in Infinity War at all. I just realized that. They pretty much went on like a whole Thor is on his own and all his people were gone, even though only half his people were gone. Huh. We'll just say she was taking the Asgardians to Earth. Yeah. We'll go with that. And by the time Endgame started, she they had gotten there. Yeah, I'll ju- I'll just go with that. <laughs> but I like I like Tessa Thompson. I like her. You know, she's good in the Creed movies. I've only seen. Uh, isn't there a third one? I think there's gonna be a third one. Okay, I was like, I I don't remember seeing commercials for the third one, but I do remember hearing that they were making a third one. Which that that's that's fine, I guess. I don't see the Creed movies as like as fun as the Rocky movies as far as like you know, Rocky just was able to go over the top with some of the movies. Dude, Creed is a little bit too grounded. I think Russell Crowe took how like <laughs> Kurt Russell dicked around a bit in Guardians. Yeah. And just went was like, you know what? They'll give it to you that, like that. Fuck it. I'm gonna do it even weirder. I'm going to try to do a modern Greek accent as weird as possible. That shit was mixed with like three other dialects. Yeah, that was... The, I'll give him that he looked like he was having some fun at least. Yeah. I, I, I do love seeing that in some of these Marvel movies, seeing them actually like, all right, come on, dude. I'm dressed up like a fucking Greek superhero. Come on, man. Come on. I didn't expect him to like what was that curtsy or whatever down the fucking stairs. That <laughs> that that was a uh, that was a little that was a little much, but that was it worked. It kind of worked, kind of worked. So that uh, what what's the omnipotent city or whatever? That looked pretty cool. It looked nice. I won't lie. I was kind of hoping Gore was gonna show up there. And just start murking everybody. I did too. That's how you should have. <laughs> like, he should have gone in there and just massacred gods, but instead they were just big old pussies about it. They didn't even have the balls to kill off goddamn Zeus. Which I get that. There's Hercules isn't a threat if Zeus went down that easy. Him being alive just makes it like, okay, Hercules might be a little bit more of a you know what I mean? A problem than I was thinking. That picture is making me want to play Red Dead Redemption so bad. Yeah, because there's treasure at the bottom yeah. of that cavern. I'm you can hunt change. deer in there. <laughs> but I had to reset my goddamn Chromecast. All of a sudden, my shit wasn't connecting. Fucking pissed me off. I had a factory reset it. I had all my settings perfectly. Sorry. I like to see the weather in both both temperature forms. I feel like the fighting scenes on this one weren't as... The... Oh, they weren't near as... For them having armies of, like, CGI monsters, they didn't go as ham on them. It's almost like, oh, it's just the shadows? Like, it was way cooler seeing them killing, like, really using the thunder and fucking... And the damn, uh... The fucking immigrant song as he's j- jumping down on a fucking pile of undead soldiers or whatever in Ragnarok. See, I think that's where it was lacking. Because you can put any fight scene really up to the test with a good-ass soundtrack. And you can only do a soundtrack so good so many times. So speaking of the soundtrack, you and I both have a little bit of a... little bit of a... I don't want to say hatred, because that's a bit of a strong one. But a bit of a dislike for most of the soundtrack in this movie. Uh, Guns and Roses galore. Like I get, you don't want to just keep doing Zeppelin. Axl Rose probably got but Guns. There was a lot of royalties going out to the fucking. Yeah, you could have easily done this time just Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Yeah. 
Freebird in the middle of the fucking Necromancer sword fight. You're talking about the solo, huh? Yep. Yep. Like, it can be slow as shit, but just that in the background makes it so much more intense. Yep. Like, they used November fucking rain when he, like, powered up all those kids and shit. And I kind of thought that was a little bit lame. They used the best part of November rain. I'll give them that. The part where there's no goddamn singing. If you play anything from the 80s, don't touch that. Peacekeeper barely got away with it. Like, don't touch that. Start fucking around with, like, the dumb shit that, like, everyone does enjoy. Like, you want to do safety dance to dick around in the middle of a fight? Cool. Yeah. Nobody's going to argue with Rick Astley. Yeah, dude. Like, that going on to try to save Jane. Or when she came down, Mm -hmm. she comes out never going to give you up. That instantly would be 100% better. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, it... Or even have her come down to Barracuda. Yeah, I would have expected them to do that. But then again, it's been used so many times. Then use another heart song. He's fucking crazy on you. It doesn't really fucking matter. Just something better. Look at Guardians of the Galaxy. None of the... The music didn't always fit the tone of the movie. It just... It was just there. And it just did it. The lyrics, at least, didn't always... You know what I mean? Come and get your love. He wasn't fucking nobody in that scene. It was just him dancing like an asshole. I loved how Endgame did that, though, with them traveling back in time and just seeing him from the outside. Yeah, that was <laughs> fucking dancing. great. <laughs> There's so, there is something enjoyable. Like I still, I still kind of find myself enjoying the majority of the Marvel movies that have been coming out lately. The ones with the main people? Fuck yeah. The majority of them. I can't say all of them, because Eternals I didn't like. Black Widow, I just think, came out too late. They they really, they they did Scarlett Johansson dirty on that one. They didn't have faith that people would watch it fucking, you know, before seeing Infinity War, after seeing Civil War, when we totally fucking would. I I still watched it way late, but I still watched it. I I I think I waited so long that it was cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, going to see it in the theater, it was like, all right, we already had, there was already a billion delays on it because of, you know, 2020. So by the time we went and saw it last year, it was just like, meh. This movie should have come out in 2018, 2017. That's when it should have come out. Like, uh, you, you, you kill the bitch, and then two years later, you release a solo movie for her? Fuck off. Dude, it's... Scarlett Johansson's been a fucking... She was a mainstay. She was a staple. One of the original six Avengers. I'm not talking about Black Widow in the comments. I'm talking about goddamn ScarJo. She she deserved her own solo movie long ago. They all have, they all have tattoos. The actual actors. Yeah. But, uh... I liked seeing, uh, I kind of would have liked more time seeing the other gods and shit, like Thor maybe interacting with the other gods. Spend the night there in Omnipotent City. Don't just instantly fight Zeus and shit. But for what it was, I'd, I really wanted Gore to show up there and just bloodbath it, though. And leave, like, no one but Hercules alive. Or, like, you know what I mean? Something fucked up. So they he would he could they could definitely do the twist of he kills everyone besides like Thor Jane the the main people in this movie doesn't kill them Cord maybe keep the whole face thing in there because yeah. who would have known yeah kill all of them and they could still bring him back later on as like he was hiding out yeah so either way kill everyone. Just, just kill them. At least That's kill the thing. a bunch of them before, like one of those celestials or whatever that was out that window, just grabs them and throws them. I would have been that would have been sufficient for me. Like he just went on a fucking massacre. Someone stopped him before he killed absolutely everyone. But I think he made his point clear. Because, yeah, dude, killing one god doesn't doesn't make you a badass in a comic book movie. And I mean, he killed plenty of other gods. 
They just didn't show any. All you saw was them finding, getting the distress calls and a couple pictures of people hanging. Oh, and then the, the one big old giant fucking one that died. Yeah, which that was straight. That whoever the whoever drew that for the the original comic or whatever artist needs to be paid for that, like a lot of money. I know a lot of the times they do homages to like fucking uh comic book panels and shit like that, but that one was straight taking an entire fucking like line for line, damn near recreation. It looked nice, yes. But some art that artist needs to be fucking paid big time. That's a full on copy paste situation. That's all I'm saying. It's not it's not like just a standard thing of like Captain America holding his shield. Yeah, that's something you can't it's always gonna be duplicated because it's yeah. It's a simple pose. That's a very specific creature dying in a very specific way with even down to like the specific wounds and shit on the face. They really yeah, they fucking at a certain point that's plagiarism. In my eyes, or some form of it, you know what I mean? Copyright infringement, something. I know Marvel owns the shit, but credit where credit's due. Royalties to artists. Power to the people. <laughs> I was going to say, is that the end? Because that was like powerful. You could have just stopped it right there. <laughs> and like that would have been the biggest punch to the man in the face we've ever done. Now, let's be real. Christian Bill, I think, has wanted to play a villain, an over the top villain. Ever since acting opposite Heath Ledger in, obviously, Dark Knight. And he brought as much of that dark energy as he saw coming off of Heath Ledger into this role. I think he's been saving it all for that. Like, finally a Marvel movie. He was weird. I Again, I wanted to see more of him, though. Because the little bits that we got weren't great. Like, he was coming out, he was laughing, which is where you get the Joker thoughts from and shit, definitely. Dude, it's a it's a situation where he was the main villain and they'd spent, like, no time on him. Yeah, they showed him get mad, they showed him kill a god. But again, that's one where I hear, I'm hearing and reading that there's a lot of cut footage from this particular movie. Including him cutting those tattoos off of his, like, head. That's why he went from tattoos to scars on his fucking head. Which, yeah, I guess probably a bit dark for a kid's movie, but fuck that. Let me you see. got Gore the God Butcher, not Gore the God Massager. Yeah, I don't, I don't even give a shit that he didn't look comic accurate with the fucking head tentacle things. That shit looks a little gay anyway. Not gay, but weird. I'll edit that out. <laughs> But <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, it was kind of cool seeing Thor power up a bunch of kids and like use his enchantment. And the fact that part of Mjolnir, it wasn't just that Jane Foster was just now now she's worthy because she's dying of cancer, but that Thor had put some kind of protection enhance enchantment on it without really knowing, or without realizing it. Which I thought that was kind of sweet in a way. That the 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 hammer and the axe both had personalities. That was a great weird. part of this it movie. It was weird, but it was awesome. It, it yeah. <laughs> the hammer never really moved. It just chilled. Yeah, it just was like no. This bitch got me back together. We're chilling with her. Stormbreaker, jealous. Yeah. Which is weird. That Stormbreaker was jealous. Like, dude, he used both of you guys in Endgame. <laughs> and Mjolnir was actually way more badass than before. It was, before it was just plowing through shit. Now it's like splitting up and like. Dude, she was shooting shotgun barrels that were like coming back. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty cool. I won't lie. They made Jane Foster's fighting a little badass. Well, they made her fucking super powerful with that shotgun blast. And it was like, okay, now we have to make Thor like OP as a motherfucker. 
which let's be real, Thor fighting somewhat does get a little bit boring. Because there's only it's like watching a Superman fight. He's just he's gonna be stronger than most of the things he's fighting. And if he's not, he's got all that lightning and thunder. And he can just, you know. Dude, when he fought fucking Gore, he he hits that little planet or meteor or whatever the fuck they were on. A moon or whatever, like a small ass moon. So hard. Shockwave goes around the whole planet. Which was hilarious because the goats. So. (laughs) (laughs) Those motherfuckers ran straight into it. But. Does all of that. Then he hits his fucking sword dead on. No problem. Yeah. Nothing goes on with the sword. It's like he's pressing all hard. Christian Bale's just borderline like slightly defending. Yeah. It was uh it was a little hard to tell like what the power levels were really supposed to be. Like is Gore himself powered up or is it just the sword? Because he when he got punched he flew back and like, you know, even showed little signs of pain there. So I I, I don't know. Some sometimes superhero fights can get a little bit uh, illogical, but the, little, the whole thing is. Yeah, I think that's why I always liked Captain America because you knew his level was just slightly above the average human. I mean, yeah, when he kicks people, they kind of go flying. But once he had to fight Bucky, it was like just watching a good old fashioned martial arts movie when it was hand to hand and you know and knives and whatnot. It was fun. It was cool. Him fighting in the elevator. That was one of the best scenes I've ever seen in an action movie, period. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? That's like some shit Clint Eastwood would say right before he shoots everybody down. (laughs) It's coming for you next, America. How have they not gotten Clint Eastwood into one of these Marvel movies? They don't need to. Yes, they do. You know, all the other birthday, old guys have that him play uh, Stanley. They've had goddamn Robert Redford and motherfucking Tommy Lee Jones. Some bitch ass uh, Jeff Bridges. He started it all. Motherfucking Anthony Hopkins. Like Marvel is old white man central. There's more. I'm, I know there's more that I'm Kurt Russell. Yeah, they had him. Hell, now. Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a, just an ongoing thing. My fucking... Oh, I forgot who I was about to say. I'm not going to lie. I, I think I was just saying shit at, the, at a certain point. There's someone else on this. Ian McKellen. Though. Mickey Rourke. Ian McKellen though, yeah. he is, he's not he isn't in the new ones though, like in this new universe of movies like this. Patrick Stewart, yeah, that's what he is. Yeah, so overall, yeah, the the fight scenes were a little bit lacking. the The Heimdall's kid thing was a little weird. I didn't know Heimdall even had sex. Yeah, I mean, how, how do you have sex sp- when you can see the entire universe? Uh, dude, he had to have been banging. That oh. just means he could see anybody that's having sex, anybody else that's having sex, and just like, if he needs, you know what I mean? Like, he has like a weird highlight rule, or like a weird highlight reel to access. Like, it's not memory, it's just like what's going on in the universe. Whoever's he, banging at the moment. Yeah, he could, he, and like, he could just be watching like two aliens fucking while he's smashing down. He's supposed to be watching over Asgard the whole time. Yeah, but he can see the whole nine realms. So he he has to be banging at the gate. Yeah, it's it's. I I didn't I didn't know he could have a kid, but I guess it's cool that he can have a kid because the kid has his power, and now you got someone else that can use that power. Maybe the kid happened when they were running. Yeah, maybe. 
He was just fornicating as he was trying to save the Asgardians. He's like, Hela's coming. I need to get this out of me. Welcome to Valhalla. You carry with you a Sia. That's like the real version of the giver. He didn't <laughs> actually pass it on to the kid. He makes the kid. You, you will be the receiver of this dick. Bang, bang, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. When the kid comes out, he will be the giver of dick later. <laughs> I know it's going to be a boy. Why, why couldn't he have had a daughter? And Dude. why did they make it so obvious that he was Heimdall's son? I, I wanted to say it, but I felt like I would have been racist. The first time they showed that black kid, and I don't mean to say, he was literally like the only black kid in fucking Asgard, apparently, now. But they also had all those weird little species kids and shit. That means he couldn't have banged a white chick, a white Asgardian. He had to have found him a cute little black Asgardian girl. That way. It's like, bend that big old black Asgardian over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they showed him, and my my brain instantly was like, oh, that's probably Heimdall's kid. And then I was like, dude, you fucking racist. Just because they show a black kid in fucking New Asgard doesn't mean he has to be Heimdall's kid. <laughs> oh, fuck. He actually is Heimdall's kid. Like, I, I knew I was, it. I was, I was they only have seven. They only have seven black motherfuckers in this whole universe. <laughs> That has to be one of the kids. That's not Falcon. He has nothing to do with this. <laughs> but it was cool seeing him use that power and shit. Eternity was a trip out. I was a little. I was. I was just stoned enough to enjoy seeing that. Like I, my mind went to interstellar moments for a second when they actually like got into Eternity or whatever. Not only because of the water like universe they seemed to be standing in or realm or whatever it was just you know what I mean just high enough like that part of interstellar. But then seeing Eternity, like they really, they really went for a comic accurate portrayal there, of like seeing the universe in Eternity and shit. That that was a uh, that was weird. It was also kind of cool that that entity didn't say anything, just kind of sat there and then granted a wish, and that was creepy too. Seeing the re- reflection, little universe child. Why was her hair flowing in the wind and then like? So Eternity decided to make sure to like braid Thor's daughter's hair before <laughs> reincarnating her or whatever. She has to look pretty. And she's a goddess, pretty much, or god powered. That's that's scary. And she still has the tattoos. Like you don't have to worship anything now. You're like one of them, dude. <laughs> That was cute, though, finding out that that's actually, that's Chris Hemsworth's little girl. That's cool. Like, oh, he got to actually do, like, superhero cosplay with his own daughter in a movie. I make money. Yeah. That, that, and see, that's when I get mad. Like, wait, he was already rich. Fuck you. The kid's not that goddamn cute. Let's not go acting like that's going to make her a movie star. I mean, I'm sure it will, but Boom, let's now they're going to get the girl from fucking Logan and her. That would be cool. She's old enough now to, like, probably, if she's, she could probably do some more acrobatic shit, you know what I mean? Like, some more of her own stunts and shit. Wire work and whatnot, and do some some Wolverine fucking lunges at people. And her voice is probably, like, a little deeper, so it's probably even more guttural sounding. Sorry, but there's, like, a good ten minutes... That uh, towards the end of that movie, where it's just them two screaming <laughs> wild animalistic screams. Of I love it. I'm not gonna lie, I, I fucking love it because that, that just means someone actually had to stand there with a the camera and keep a serious look on their face as these two just like <laughs> went wild and shit, just on the ground, crawling, screaming, and cut. Great job, kids. I mean, it. Hugh. I would love to see Hugh Jackman come back just to see him and Thor together. Just like holy shit. I think that might be where I faint. Remember, you know, with the the 
the flick too hard, those chicks started off. I would faint if you flicked Thor and Wolverine at the same time. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine next to Thor. You flicked too hard. I flicked in my pants. <laughs> you know why they said flick, right? Apparently, if you write flick like in a comic book, in a like comic caption writing or whatever, the the L and the I kind of come together. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I I did enjoy it. It was just it, it, I didn't like it as much as Ragnarok, but I don't think there was they were ever going to capture that same magic because Ragnarok. The best thing about it was that it was coming after two very, very less comedy-centered movies. The Dark World had, like, no comedy in it. The first one at least tried to make some wacky moments, but it kind of played out like a 90s movie almost. But after seeing Ragnarok and after seeing Endgame and Infinity War and shit, Eh, this one, it, it didn't wear thin. It just wasn't as good. It, it's not as new. It's not as good when it's not as new. Not saying they have to do anything overly different. I just... Again, I wanted to see more Carnage. Not the character. I, that that was another kind of stinker me and Corn went and saw last year. Venom, Carn- Venom, Let There Be Carnage? Not that good. Meh. At best. This one was a little better than that, but it, it was better than meh. It was fun still. It had some comedy. It's no Ragnarok, but it's definitely a watch it. Yeah, it's still a Taika Waititi Thor movie. You'll enjoy. Yeah. Something. That's, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that's really all I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my back feels weird now. Dude, my, both my ass cheeks hurt. I don't know why. Try try sitting in an office and not being able to jack off, jackass. (laughs) Sorry, I've seen people.